What's up, everyone? This is Ben from the DG University Podcast, and in today's episode, I'm really excited to introduce you to my good friend, James David Calderon, who's a professional singer, rapper, songwriter, and also producer, and just an all-around good dude who's super talented. Now, before I share that conversation with you, I also want to invite you, if you're a beginner or a part-time DJ who's looking to take it to the next level by creating a full-time living doing what you love, which is DJing, then I'd love to invite you to my free masterclass at djuniversity.com slash masterclass. Now, inside the masterclass, I'm going to unveil my three-part full-time income method, all right? So it's about developing the DJ skills, getting paid to market yourself to the right people, and then ultimately to book paid gigs as well, all right? So if you're interested, head on over to our website at djuniversity.com slash masterclass. How do you become a DJ and create an incredibly successful lifestyle while everyone around you doesn't even believe it's possible? That's the big question. And this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to the DJ University Podcast. DJ University Podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Ben from the DJ University Podcast, and I have another very special guest. We have had so many awesome guests on this podcast, and we're going to keep that momentum going. His name is James David Calderon. He's a close friend of mine, but also happens to be a father of two beautiful girls, a professional singer, rapper, producer, and songwriter, a formal special education teacher, and just a man of many gifts and talents. What's up, James? How you doing, man? I'm doing great after that amazing introduction right there. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, man. Thank you for having me. It's good to be good to be hanging out, man. Good to see your face. Yes, sir. So give the listeners a little bit of a background on you and what you do. And then also, how long have you been in the music game for? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, maybe we'll go backwards. I've been in the music game. Uh, wow. Let's see. I feel like since I came out the womb, bro. <laughs> but um, I really got serious with it when I was about 19 years old. 19 years old. Yeah. So let's see. Man, you want me to date myself right now? Yeah. So like, you know, like 23 years, 24 years, somewhere around there. Dope, dope. Long time, man. You certainly put in your 10,000 hours to become a master at it. Uh, definitely, man. And still, still, still learning, you know, still trying to figure things out along the way, right? As such as, as life, you know? Yeah, man. I feel like uh, once you give up on learning, you stop growing, your talents start dying, you know? You oh, I agree. A hundred percent. Exactly. Especially in the music game, man. We always have to you know, stay relevant as well. Yes, a hundred. Yeah, a hundred percent. What got you started with music? Uh, so you said you know it, when once you came out of the womb, but was it like a specific yeah. album or artist or a song that sprouted the interest? That's a great question. Um, so I grew up in. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn. Just to give you a little background story. Uh, and I grew up in Queens, and I just come from a family uh, that is just so talented. Um, I mean, we have singers, we have dancers. I mean, we just, you know, just everyone just loves music in the family. Um, and so I feel like I was just always around it, you know? I feel like, um, I mean, I came up, you know, in the 80s, you know, the early 80s. So breakdancing was probably the first element of hip hop that I was introduced to. So if you can imagine, um, and I might have told you this before, but your, you know, your listeners don't know. H here I am in my little PJs, you know, uh, remember the onesies with the zipper? 
Oh, adults are still in, right? <laughs> and, they, and they got the little like plastic feet, you know, you oh, can yeah, sli- yeah. slide you know, around. Right? Yeah. Uh, when I should have been sleeping while my family was, you know, partying and listening to music and dancing, um, I would come out, you know, and I would and I would watch my family and I would listen to the music that they were bumping in my little PJs. And I would just start break dancing, you know, along with my cousins. I mean, true story, bro. I, I'd be out there, you know. There were times they were dancing even in the street and because uh, that was the kind of a thing, right? With break too. dancing, cardboard box, man. I mean, yeah. I was I was spinning on my head. I was doing all kinds of things, popping and locking like in my PJs. True story, you know. Right. So I was subjected to music uh, very early. Um, my uncles, uh, they're all musicians for the most part. Um, you know, play the uh, they played the congas when I was growing up. So they'd always be in a room. You know, with their little, uh, um, let's see, uh, their brown bags of Budweiser cans, you know, okay. in, in the room playing the congas. And one of the uncles had the clave, which was the, which was the gang, 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 you know. Okay. So they were always jamming out. So I was always, you know, going in there and listening to them. So music was just a part of my life very early in the game. That's awesome, man. You know, you and I have that in common that, uh, you know, not Brooklyn, but uh, (laughs) the B-boy side of things, right? So I I definitely was uh, uh, an avid studier of hip hop culture uh, and knew about, you know, I was introduced uh, into the the four elements of hip hop Mm -hmm. and I never was really artistically gifted when it came to graffiti art. Um, I did do a little bit of writing, but I just felt like, man, I I didn't really see myself becoming a a rapper, really. Mm and so b-boy was was my avenue so i started off as a b-boy yeah. i want to say back eighth grade seventh eighth grade all the way through freshman year of high school okay and that was where also the the transition to, to djing became more serious so i was also dabbling with djing because i could relate to that as well yeah i mean dj i would say when i was um you know so after the break dancing thing didn't, didn't really last too long you know i think i did it for a while um, went through life, of course, but then was reintroduced to the next element of hip hop in my life. Uh, you know, I think at the age of 18, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shout out to uh, Josh Lederman, a.k.a. Underrated from uh, uh, the group formerly known as Potluck. God, that's such a mouthful to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, he was very much into DJing. And I think what turned us on to it was uh, the movie Juice. You remember that movie? With oh, yeah. Oh, Classic. You know, Classic. Man, so. Uh, yeah, we all wanted to be, we wanted to be like you, you know? So yep. he started spinning on the tables and then, so I started spinning on the tables. Um, you know, my DJ name was, uh, I was just telling this to somebody the other day, uh, on one of the threads it might've been on Facebook. Um, yeah, my DJ name was DJ Peekaboo. <laughs> DJ Peekaboo. Yeah. yeah. The they, house. they call me Peek. Peek. Peek's here. Nice. Yeah. Which is actually not a good thing if you're a DJ, right? To pe- be peeking. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know why I went with that one. Not really, you know, not really sure why I went with that one. But yeah. hey, are they sure? Yeah, for sure. DJ Peekaboo. Yeah. <laughs> Add a ring to it. That life uh, kind of died down fairly quick because I was just so attracted to uh, MC, the mic. Once the mic came out, I was, and um, there was uh a friend of ours at the time, he was a little older than us. Oh man, I think his name was Daryl. 
Um, and I could be wrong and I apologize, Daryl, if that's the case. Um, but he, uh, he was freestyling and, you know, underrated would be playing some beats and Daryl was, um, you know, was in there just tearing up the mic. And I was like, yo, let me get on that. <laughs> and I just, once I got on the mic, I started just tearing them, tearing it up, man. But I was always singing too, you know, just as a kid with my cousins, always jamming out to whatever was on the radio, you know, so self-taught most of the way. Nice. And I know, um, you know, you, you've done so much with music since then. So can you give the listeners a little bit of insight of what's happened since those days in your music career? Yeah. So, uh, you know, after, after I was so, um, jazzed on being on the mic, uh, my buddies and I, we ended up just, uh, well, they ended up creating a, um, a, an independent record label and, um, it was called Lost Coast, Lost Coast Productions. And so I got on there as a separate artist and we used to tour and do all that stuff for quite, quite some time. Um, you know, I was mainly like, you know, rapper, singer. So I was the R&B guy. I was, you know, here's, here's another alias coming at you. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. James, James Boy. So um, those days. I was on, you remember those days, right? So uh, I was rocking it as uh, as James Boy, man. And I, I did that for ooh, a, cool, a cool while, man, like six, six or seven years, you know. And then yeah. uh, life kind of came, came about. Uh, I had my first, uh, my first daughter, Jada. Um, and then, uh, I decided I had a little cancer scare there as well. And you know all about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and decided, man, I, I think I'm going to take a break from the road. I want to be there for my kid, Jada. And, uh, I decided to go back to school and, uh, and that's, you know, why I went and became a teacher and all of that. But the music, I always still did the music. I just didn't do it professionally anymore. I still recorded with friends around the way. Shout out to, uh, uh, Real Presence, a.k.a. Uh, Tommy Mack, a.k.a. Uh, Thomas McAllister. <laughs> you know, we he would hit me up and he's like, hey, you want to make some songs? So we, we always still made songs and I was always still reinventing myself. I mean, it just kept calling me back then, you know. It's one of those those callings in life, you know. And so... Uh, That's how you know it's a true passion. Exactly. And then, um, and then recently I got back into it. You know, I never really stopped, but I got back into it uh, professionally um, a little over a year ago. And it's, it's been great, man. You know, it's been great uh, for the soul. You know, I kind of had reached a crossroads in my life. Um, you know, um, basically I'd gotten out of a, a long relationship. And on top of that, I had <laughs> snapped my leg at work. Um, I was working with adults with disabilities at the time. And so, you know, if you can imagine, you know, pretty much broken man, you know, the heart was broken, the spirit was broken, my leg was broken, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, and I went back home, like literally drove back home to my mom's house and decided that uh, I was going to start life over, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I started healing physically and, and getting into my spiritual practice and trying to take care of the heart. Um, but then that call came back, man. That musical call came back. It was like, it was like James. <laughs> it's like James, you know what's up. So, uh, yeah. So I just started making beats again, you know, just to kind of dust off the cobwebs and started recording. And then next thing I know, I started nerding out, and eventually, I started making songs again. And 
now, if I'm not mistaken, I think we got about, you know, five songs out there on all streaming platforms right now. And just, you know, going at it, you know, full steam ahead again. It feels great, you know, to be uh, I answered the call, man. You know, once again, it just feels great to be back at it. Yeah. And you've been you've been really creating lots of momentum. I mean, the stuff that you're dropping is is of the highest quality. It's fire. Um, Thank you. That the content that you've been releasing, right, with the music videos, like you're not messing around. You're working with, you know, professional videographers that really are talented. And yes. Really tell a story with y- your music as well. So it's not just like the audible story, but the visuals go along with it as well. So highly suggest you guys look in James David up on YouTube as well, um, because his his music videos are definitely something to, to look out for. Yes, thank you. I appreciate uh, appreciate the plug, man. And shout yeah, out right? to uh, <laughs> to Hunter Rail and uh, at uh, at what is that? I think it's at Huntrix um, yep. on IG and to uh, Matt St. Charles, man. They are my uh, my go tos for uh, cinematographers. They are something special, and they're able to help me bring my ideas and the stories to life. So you know, I think being able to click and work with people is is a huge part of it, you know, because I've definitely worked with people where they're nice, but it just, it's not a good fit, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Grateful for them, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's interesting is that we scheduled this interview about a week ago. Right. And something really amazing actually happened just yesterday. And it was like just in time for, I mean, the timing of it couldn't have been better for this interview because it was like, man, we should really talk about this mm. podcast. Yeah, we should have recorded that conversation. Right, exactly. So I, I actually I had to reach out to him because I was like, man, let's chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so Which to I give appreciate, by the context, way. Oh, you're welcome, man. Thank you, man. Really yeah. meant a lot. So to give the listeners some context, you know, uh, of course, we're friends. So we follow each other on social media. Yes. And I was just- Wait, fl- you follow me? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I don't follow you. I've been following you for a long time, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Well, before we were, we, we were even friends, I followed you, man. Right <laughs> so um, when it comes to social media, right? Like I was just like flipping through my IG stories, Instagram stories, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you old timers that might not know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and, you know, for the most part, you always see people just celebrating life, showing off all the proud accomplishments or look at what this just happened. I just bought a brand new car. I just bought a brand new right. house or whatever. Right. 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 All the, all the good, all the good all, things, all the good things, all the, yeah, exactly. Right. All the things that um, are, you know, kind of self-promotion in a sense. Of course. Um, and then when I arrived to James's story, he was <laughs> in tears. He was like bawling his eyes out and said, you know what? Like, this is also real life. This is also real emotion. And first and foremost, it hit me just because I care about my friend, right? So I was like, oh man, I hope my friend's okay. But then immediately after that, I was like, man, this is dope. Like, I know what he's trying to do here. He's trying to inspire people to like break out of their shells, right? And to, because a lot of us like are too scared to put the negative emotions out there because we're afraid that we're going to inconvenience people or, or, um, you know, we're going to be harshly judged, right? right? So- I feel like you have such a valuable insight to share with the listeners and I'd love for you to, if you have any pointers to give to the DJs of like um, how to keep your mindset right. Mm-hmm. You know, and what, what is the importance of that as well? Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, yeah, I know that yesterday was uh, well, I'll give you a little bit of background story and then I will, you know, answer that mindset question as, as well. Um, so yesterday I had woke up with a heavy heart, you know, uh, about a year and a half ago, I set out on this healing journey, 
you know, like I, I told you, at you know, there was a broken heart involved. Um, but it's also just like kind of going back to like my childhood, you know, and as you kind of get older, things start to bubble up and you're like, well, where is this coming from? And uh, so about a year and a half ago, I had set on this journey and I told myself, I'm going to heal, like go on this healing path and journey and I'm going to treat it seriously, you know, because because I want to have my own back, you know, I want to get I deserve I deserve that. And then also because I don't want to repeat any patterns that are not, you know, in my best interest or in my next partner's best interests, you know, because a lot of the times we could just jump from relationship to relationship and, you know, the person might be different, um, but the behaviors are still the same, right? The, pa- the patterns of behavior are still the same, you know? And I think we, d- we don't really see that when we're younger, but as we get a little older, we're like, okay, I think you had mentioned something too. Like, you know, like, man, I'm the common denominator here, you know, in all of my relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So what can I do? you know, to maybe shed some light, you know, on what's, what's going on with myself. So, you know, so just know that, you know, for your listeners out there, this was a journey that I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You know, this is, this is going to happen because I just want to be better. I want to do better. I want to live better. And I want to inspire others to do the same, you know? Um, So (laughs) that being said, yesterday I woke up with a, with a heavy heart, you know, Uh, sometimes, the healing path is is not linear, you know. It's it's um, some days you really think you're you're over things and, and you're doing okay, you know. And I'm here, I am having a good time in life, you know. I've reunited with my daughters. Um, I just bought a house. I'm uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm feeling great about life. And then we get we get going, right? The routines you start to find your groove. We get going, but the heart was like tugging at me, like. Uh-uh, James, like, <laughs> we we still got some work to do, player, <laughs> and I need you right now. I know you have things to do on the list, and I know you have content to post, you know, on IG, but let's, uh, you know, I, I need you today. And uh, so I paid attention to it because I've been doing that a lot lately, and um, and I honored it. And, and I and I wanted to respect that. And, you know, most of the time, you know, when I have those heavy days and, and tears um, come about, you know, I, I do those in private. We don't share that stuff on IG, right? A lot of the times we just don't want to, like, inconvenience people. We don't want to be judged. I get it. It's scary, you know? So we tend to show pictures and content and, and stories, right, of us you know, with the, in the good times, you know, Strong, the, the right. good days, together, right? which is awesome, yeah. dude. It's awesome. Right. We can inspire others like that. Like, Ooh, that's cool. Right. Yeah. But it can be a bad thing too. Right. Cause people tend to compare their lives to others Yep. as well. So I guess I just wanted to, you know, I was like, man, should I even like post what I'm doing right now? You know, just to remind people like, Hey, this is a part of real life too. You know, we are so much more than just a picture or a story or some content to post or a reel, you know, just we, we are a whole person, you know, and that includes the light as well as the dark, you know? And so I've kind of come to a place um, in my healing journey where I'm like, Hey, 
you know, James, I, we we got to love the whole James. You know, we have to integrate the light with the dark because um, I honor the, my dark parts. You know, some people will call it shadow work, but uh, I honor that. You know, it's a part of me and I got love for James. So I'm like, you know, here I am crying. You know, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to post it and I'm just going to just share it with people. And I mentioned to people, I said, hey, listen, I'm not I'm not here for retention because I know some people do that, you know, um, because I get more than enough attention. My family, my friends, my tribe is is 100. So I get enough enough of that. I'm well supported and, ve and very grateful. But I was there to remind people like, hey, it's OK every once in a blue you know, to, to show these sides, to remind people like, hey, this is, we're, we're humans and there's, there's all parts of us. And sometimes, yeah, I have rough days, tough days where I'm like, man, I don't want to get out of bed. You know, I want to, um, I want to stay right here, man, under these covers and take naps and not do anything because it's hard right now, you know? So that was my reasoning for um, going for going on, um, you know, IG yesterday and, and posting that, you know, so uh, I think there's a lot of strength in being vulnerable. And I think we don't go there enough, especially men, right? And I thought it was cool that you actually reached out to me, um, you know, and had asked for some advice. And I just, I remember, you know, even in speaking with you and being like, hey, like, it's good to do this. We need to have this dialogue with each other um, much more, you know, because you know how it is with men in society, right? It's like, oh, men are not supposed to do that kind of stuff. We can't show weakness and tears. And, yeah. You know? um, but I just thought it was a good opportunity to do that. So in regards to mindset for, uh, you know, your particular audience, Ben, um, and if I'm not mistaken, you said the, the question is, you know, um, you said, Wait, so school me on the question again. You said, how do I keep a good mindset? Was that what it was? Somewhere exactly. along those lines? How do you keep a good mindset? And also, what is the importance of having a good mindset? Yes, yes, Keeping yes. a good mindset, you know? Definitely. Okay, so, um, so you know, what I used to do is read a gang of, and, th and this is still good, but I'd read a gang of books, right, um, about people who have mastered the mindset, you know? And um, also... You know, not just, you know, not just books, but, um, you know, pr practices like, you know, journal journaling, you know, things, things of that sort. Um, and also listening to a lot of podcasts, you know, one of my favorite uh, podcasts that I'm still listening to is uh, Jay Shetty. You know, he's got a podcast called On Purpose. I don't know if you're hip to it, um, but he's great with mindset stuff, too. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've kind of shied away from. It's all about mindset. It's all about mindset, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I've just matured as a person, as a man. Um, <laughs> and I realized for me, it's like, you got to go a little deeper than that, you know? Because so much of the heart um, and what's going on affects the mind, right? Mm -hmm. And so if the heart's not, not right, you could fake it. Like your mindset's on point, but your heart's going to do what it did to me. Like, hey, hey, brother. So that's what it did to me. You know, so I started doing things like journaling. Okay. Journaling is a, is a great thing to do um, for the mindset and for the heart. Um, but also, uh, 
and this is this is cool, man, because you and I talked about this uh, recently, is having your own back. So yesterday, here you are. You see your you see your friend. He's <laughs> he's uh, you know tearing it up heavily on uh, on Instagram. You know, being super duper vulnerable. And even though you probably knew I was okay, you chose to check in with me. Why did you check in with me? Because I care. Because you, you, you care. You care about me. And thank you, by the way, for caring about me. You care <laughs> about your friend. But how also, But how often do we show that kind of love to ourselves? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man. you know, for you upcoming, you know, aspiring, you know, DJs, all kinds of DJs, club DJs, event DJs, people in general, um, how you would treat your friend is how we should treat ourselves, you know, especially someone you care about. That's how we should treat ourselves. So Ben, no joke. There were days when I'm feeling it and I'm, I'm down and I check in with myself, you know, and sometimes I even go as far as putting my hand on my heart. And I'm like, yo, Jay, like, are you good? Is everything okay? Okay. And it's okay to feel this right now. It's okay to hurt right now. It's okay to, to cry right now. Let it out, right? Because we're not keeping it in anymore, all right? And we know, James, that there are hard days, okay? And that every day is not cake and ice cream. And if it was, we're, not, we're definitely not going to appreciate those, those cake and ice cream days, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just life, right? That's all of life, right? The yin and the yang. So it's just like me. It's all of James, you know, the yin and the yang, the light and the dark. So yeah. I pay attention to myself a lot more, whereas in years past, I didn't do that, you know. Um, you know, basic things like feeding myself, you know, and, and working out, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, you know, exercise and eating well, you know, things like that. But how often do most people even check in with themselves, let alone put their hand on their heart or wherever you might feel a little pain or, or discomfort, you know, um, and be like, hey, are you all right? You check in with yourself. So I think as far as mindset is concerned, I'm going to say go deeper than mindset and check in with yourself. See how you're doing. Allow yourself to feel the feelings you are feeling. Have compassion for yourself. Have kindness for yourself. And in doing that, you will see that that will improve your mindset. You know, like you're, it's, I'm not saying it's a, it's a fix all, but you'll be able to, you know, cause life is hard. Sometimes there's no ifs, ands and buts around it. It's tough. Right. So, but you will see that your mind, your mindset will get better, you know, because you're, you're taking the time to check, to check in with yourself, you know? So you know, that was beautiful that you said uh, to me yesterday in yesterday's phone call that we, we shared. Um, I had referred to it, as, oh, you know, we have positive emotions and negative emotions. And you called me out and you're like, it's not really a negative emotion. Right. It's a real emotion, right? Yeah. And I think even our mindset around that of what culture and society has trained us to think about. Yes. The yes. negative emotion that we actually attach negative connotation to it is actually flawed. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's that's huge too, right? Um, and, uh, you know, I've talked about this with my good friend Tom is – perspective is a game changer right i know when i said that to you it just like you were like ooh right it just it just shifts you're right it's not a negative emotion it's an emotion you know it it may not be as popular as happy is right um right cuz most people you know 
It's like, man, we love it when we feel happy. Horrifying. When we we feel, you know, yeah, content. Man, these are great feelings. But, you know, the the way I look at it, man, again, the yin and the yang, the whole person, all of it, Ben, is good. All of it is good. But perspective is a game changer, how we choose to look at things, right? I think Dr. Wayne Dyer has changed the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Yeah. You know, that's one of of my favorite quotes is. So, um, yeah, man. So as far as mindset concerned, I hope I answered the question. I know that was a little a ramble right there, but uh, go deeper, go deeper than that. You know, do all the things, you know, that you've been doing. Continue to eat healthy, take care of yourself, surround yourself with great people. Right. Listen to the positive, you know, um, podcasts and stuff, but check in with you, check in with your heart. You know, if you got a journal, break it out, you know go crazy in that mofo, you know, (laughs) you know, I love that. I love that you're inviting people to go deeper because what we tend to do is we tend to listen to the podcast or we tend to watch that YouTube video or turn on that TV show or that movie as a distraction from Mm. actually paying attention to what's really going on. Right. Yeah. Or hustle harder, you know, like work harder, right. Right. Cover up the real emotions that, that are deep within. Yeah. As a society, we tend to, we, we go for the quick fix, right? Or the one size fits all, mm-hmm. but one size doesn't fit all, man. You know, we're all different. Dynamic. Right? And, and yeah. super dynamic, right? So it's like, and that's a beautiful thing, dude, you know? So Absolutely. yeah, go deeper, man. Go, go deeper. And I promise you the, uh, the seeds will blossom and the mindset will get better in turn as well. It's all connected, man. All of it, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, you can just listen to James, listen to James David on there you uh, all of the streaming platforms. <laughs> That'll get your mindset, you know, music with a message, baby. You could just go there. And that's one thing I love about your music, right? Is like, you do have music with a mes- message. It's not just this, you know, like fluff. It's, it's real. You talk exactly what you're hearing right now, listeners in this podcast is how he speaks through his music as well. So uh, he's very consistent with that. Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like I'm, you know, most days, especially with the music, I'm, I'm just a vessel, you know, for my higher self, you know, and for things to come through, you know, from, from the source, you know, from mm-hmm. God, the universe, you know, whatever you want to call it, the name has never been important. It's just knowing, you know, that this, there's something that needs to, to come through from a higher source, from, you know, from, from ourselves and just, you know, as far as music is concerned, I, especially as I've gotten older and matured with the music, I allow myself to, to get out of the way and just let it come through. Right. Cause with anything is when you force it, you know, which is probably good, you know, for your audience as well, Ben, it's like, sometimes you just got to get out of the way, you know, we're trying to force it. I mean, practice, right. Practice, 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 practice. Like it's, you know, like the back of your hand, like, you know, it, like the back of your hand, but at the same time, you know, don't be afraid to try new things. Get out of the way. Oh man, that's like the biggest thing I see from all these people who are interested in DJ University. They want to find out more information, but they just can't get it out, out of their own way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They have these limiting beliefs that are like, oh no. Right. They'll come up with all the valid excuses possible. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I could see how that would be a great story to tell yourself. Sure. Right. The reality is that you want this. Mm-hmm. And the way that you, if you continue to keep thinking this way, you're not going to get what you want to achieve, right? Mm. The results you want to. Right, right, right. Yeah. And even that is a part of the journey, right? Right. Exactly. Because I mean, I did that for, for a long time before I was able to get to where I'm at. And even now, bro, I'm still like, uh, I can go deeper. 
yeah, as a yeah. as a person and an artist, you know. So, and yeah, the day I stopped thinking that, oh man, slap me across the face, put a fork in me, I'm done. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna start crocheting or something. <laughs> Okay. Well, James, I'm curious to find out, like, do you have a daily routine that keeps you focused? Yeah. Do I always stick to it? No. <laughs> I fall off. Why? Because I'm friggin' human, dude. Yeah. Um, but when I'm on it, bro, when I'm really on it, um, yeah, I'll wake up and they'll probably, you know, and uh, I'll reach for my phone. Not for the, for the reason that many other folk reach for their phone. I'll reach for my phone, head to YouTube. And I usually uh, go to the same um, meditation music. Okay. YouTube. It's about seven minutes long. If you're interested, just go to uh, meditation music and type in bliss. That might show up. If it actually, it's, it's really nice. It's pleasant on the ears. And it's only seven minutes. You don't need much time. You know, mm -hmm. I used to do like 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, but sometimes I would be like, now I'm so zen out. I just want to go back to bed. You know, <laughs> yeah. seven minutes is, is, is perfect for me. So I'll do that, you know, when I'm on it, you know, seven minutes of that. Um, and, and, and I'm waking up earlier, right. Than I normally do, because I want to make sure that before I even touch my phone and get on IG and all of that stuff and the world starts to pull at you, you know, including your family, you know, and, and the phone calls come in is yeah. like, I'm, I want to make sure that I have that time for myself, even if it's just like 10 minutes. Okay. So I'll do like a, a seven minute meditation. Then I'll break out my journal and I'll write down um, three things that I'm grateful for. I'll write down three, affirm three affirmations, you know, and you know, it could be something like, you know, I am, I am powerful, you know, or, or I am, uh, you know, I am in tune, you know, with, you know, my highest level of thinking today, you know, just, you know, basic affirmations like that, make up your own. I, I, I would say you could start with others, but, um, cause the tons out there, but modify it to where it fits you in your life. Um, okay. So yeah, so three, th three things I'm grateful for three affirmations and then three things that would make today great. Mm. That's right. a huge, that's a huge one. Right. Yeah. Um, and then usually after that, I'll have like a list. Sometimes I like to set the, make the list the night before. So I don't have to use too much brain power and be like, okay, what do I want to get done today? Da, 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 da. But, um, you know, I might make a list of my, my little to do's and then, uh, and then I'm up and about and then, um, I'm doing some sort of movement. So, you know, it's, it's could be, you know, some sort of exercise, you know, you want to get the blood going, you know, um, some sort of movement, uh, working out, um, and this is again, Ben, this is when I'm, when I'm on it and then I start my day, you know, so that can go anywhere between, you know, 10 to 20 minutes of James time, you yeah, know, yeah. the world hasn't pulled at me yet. I haven't reached for my phone and started, started scrolling and seeing what the world is all about. That's James time. I've checked it with myself and man, and that, that was such a bonus, especially, you know, being a full-time single father back in the day. I needed that James time, you know, and then it's weird, just like anything you practice that's healthy, you start to see results in your day, you know, and then, yeah. and, and, and it's crazy. And I, and you write it down and then you go back like, right. You know, like right now, like if I look back at my, my master plan book or in my journal, I look at pages that are so full and I'm like, wow, it took all of this for me to get to where I am right now. And all it is is just basic little steps, right? Yeah. And I want to stress when I'm on it, 
right? Yeah, yeah. I'm human. And there are days where I'm like, oh, I want to sleep in just a little bit longer. So, okay, I might skip the meditation, you know, or yeah. I might skip something. And then, you know. But you can't hold yourself hostage to that, right? Like, no. if you fall off, it's okay to give yourself some grace. Yeah. It's okay to yourself and then tr- try to get back on the train the yeah. next day, right? Because right. you know what it yields, right? So if you, you know, shame yeah. yourself, though, too, you might yeah. not try again. Like, Definitely. Oh, well, and you're not good enough, right? Exactly, Ben. No, yeah. for sure, man. And yeah, then that's why I was speaking on it earlier. It's important to to honor, you know, those those rough days, you know, and and not beat up on yourself, you know, and and, and respect those feelings, you know, so you can uh you know, get get back on, you know. It's it's yeah. okay. It's okay. No doubt about it. I want to highlight something to the listeners because, you know, as you're listening to James about his daily routine with uh, positive affirmations and, uh, you know, three things that he's grateful for, it may sound a little out there, a little rah-rah, right? A little, uh, a little fluff. Of, a little fluffy, right? Oh, yeah. For sure. Death, sure. Death. But um, here's something that will hopefully blow your mind right now. Brace yourself. <laughs> if you're standing up right now, sit down. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But definitely keep listening. <laughs> So literally it was something that actually uh, was uh, presented to me in my coaching program that I'm actually participating in uh, to, uh, that I went through a coaching session today. And it's this, is that if you really think about the results that we want, right? What happens before we achieve the results? Action. Mm-hmm. Someone has to take action in order to achieve the results that they want, right? Yes, absolutely. So without action, there's no results, right? Oh, yeah. What happens before action, though? The thought. A thought, right? But actually before a thought or between, you know, like I guess after a thought is actually a feeling. Mm -hmm. You first have thoughts that then cause feelings. Mm -hmm. And if those feelings are positive, Mm -hmm. you'll take action. Oh, yeah. If they're negative, you'll then pause. You'll not take action. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Oh right? yeah, definitely. And then what comes before a thought? I'm I'm gonna say inspiration, but you tell me. Programming. Ah, yes. How we were friend. raised, our environment, right? The things that are yes. ready. Yes. So even if we're given the same knowledge that someone next to you has received, yes. they might perceive it differently. Mm-hmm. Their programming is different from yours. Yes. Beliefs. Right. Right. Upbringing. That makes, yeah, hundred percent aware of our programming, right? And programming actually comes from affirmations, daily routines like this, right? Changing your programming, the computing inside of your mind, right? To start instead of like literally what they say is when you uh, give yourself compliments and you tell yourself affirmations, you're literally, uh, your brain is creating new pathways, neural pathways inside Mm -hmm. your brain. That now open up for more positive thinking versus, you know, the, the negative thoughts that might come. Yes, definitely. And it takes practice, right? Because, you know, I mean, these are these are like beliefs and silent affirmations we've been telling ourselves since day one, you know? Yeah. And how, how interesting is that, right? That we have to practice at telling ourselves compliments. Hey, Ben, I'm strong enough. I'm healthy mm-hmm. enough. I'm, I'm capable enough. Mm-hmm. Right? But how fast, without even thinking about it, without even being intentional about it, do we tell ourselves, oh, I'm not that good. <laughs> there you go again, doing stupid things. Yeah, you know. Right? Yeah. Exactly. We, we'll mm-hmm. tell ourselves, like have toxic 
uh, conversations with, with ourselves in our own mind automatically. Oh, yeah. So why not be intentional right. at the start of the day and tell right. yourself something nice? Right. Because you're already going to tell yourself all sorts of negative <laughs> things. Right. Day, right. <laughs> right. And you know what's funny is I read somewhere too where the brain kind of just does that naturally too because we're still on that survival thing. Right. Right. Yeah. So, right. You know, your brain is firing off and it's like, mm, don't, don't, don't get up. The world is dangerous. Yeah. You know? Right. But there's, you know, and that was back in the days <laughs> when we were being, you know, ancestors were being chased by like, you know, say tigers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. Uh, and you had to get out there, you know, and get to hunting and things like that. But it's, you know, clearly not like that anymore, you know. So um, so it's a lot easier for the brain to go there. You know what's funny, man? That made me uh, think of think of it when you were talking. Um, I, I had done, uh, done therapy with, um, you know, my former partner uh, along not very long. Well, yeah, maybe three, four years ago. Okay. And I remember the therapist had given us um, a sheet and the sheet had two sides. And on one side, it had all these positive things, all these positive emotions to be able to, to use, you can use this, you know, the words to express how you felt, right? Okay. Um, so there was a list of, you know, the positive words. And on the other side, of course, there was a list of the, and back then, and they, they called it, she called it, word for word, the negative emotions. Mm -hmm. which I disagree with now, but yeah. back then I was like, okay. And which side do you think had the most words? Just, just throwing it out there. What do you think? I'm assuming the negative, unfortunately. The negative. Correct, bro. Unfortunately, you know, we, for some reason, the, there's a lot more negative words that we can use to describe, you know, versus, you know, the positive words. So it yeah. takes real practice to flip the script and go against what the brain initially wants to do, you know, mm -hmm. but it can be done because we, you know, those, those beliefs and those, those negative beliefs that we, um, that we acquire as we, we grow up, those, those are learned, right? Yeah, right? We don't come into this world with those, you know, you come in, you're like, damn, I'm cold blooded. Damn it. I need to get my shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's, that's not how it works. You know, those, those are learned, those are learned behaviors. So, you know, it's, so it's the same thing with the positive, you know, if you want to live a, a more healthy life and uh, with a little more positive thinking, these are, <laughs> these are positive, healthy ways. We, we can learn it. We can learn it. It takes time, but we can yeah. learn it. Anyways, it made me think of that. I know that was off on a tangent, but practice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also I think the power of habit is also really powerful, right? So mm. like currently I'm on, um, I don't know why I randomly started this streak where I was like, you know what? Cause I've got an Apple watch. So like it tracks nice. my activity throughout the day. Right. Nice. And, uh, one goal that the Apple watch comes with stock, by the way, without changing anything mm -hmm. is hey, get 30 minutes of activity. So a 30 minute workout daily. Right. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give that a shot. Right. And this wasn't even New Year's Eve, like, you know, New Year's resolution, I claim, because it happened in like late December. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, I'm now currently at 81 days and I can't Ooh. wait to hit 90 days. Right. Man. That'll be a big milestone. Yeah. In the very beginning, it was tough. It was tough where I was just like, oh, man, I was really motivated, but it was still tough to achieve. Mm -hmm. But then I once I hit the plateau where I was just like, oh, man, can I really do it? Mm -hmm. that's where the workouts really were tough for us. It's like, Oh, you know what, Ben, you told yourself you would do this. Don't let yourself down. Mm -hmm. you, the other times where, you know, I'm doing a lot. Yes, right? you like, are I'm already really busy. So there were times where 
because you only have till midnight. I would literally work out at like 11.15 p.m. <laughs> just to make sure that I got my 30 minutes of activity in before the, right. the clock strike midnight. Right. Because right? I didn't want to stop my streak. Because right. every time that it clocks that workout, mm-hmm. right, then my Apple Watch gives me a notification like, hey, longest streak ever. 71 days, 72 yes. days, right now, 81 days, right? Did it, yeah. How crazy will it be if once I hit like 365 days? Oh my gosh, that's, yeah, that'll be something else. Uh, I have to ask, what day or roughly did you start to reach like somewhat of a plateau? Um, I can't really pinpoint an exact day, but I okay. it was really stressful. Okay. And have there been a series of those kind of days? Like maybe you're strong for like 20, maybe not so strong for like five, and then maybe strong for like another strong. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Oh, Human, yeah. I tell you. Human, yeah, for sure, man. But the cool part is like it becomes easier mm-hmm. and it becomes automatic, right? So they say it takes 30 days to uh, build a habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was like close around the 60-day mark. Okay. Now it's become this thing where I'm like, I already got my workout done, by the way. So like, right, I don't even right. have to work out later tonight, right? Which right, is awesome. Right. Uh, because I'm like, no, like this is now the thing that I'm doing, right? Exactly. So it's like, it becomes, it becomes easier. And so nice. the story behind this wasn't to, to boast, right? To tell myself, oh, I'm doing such a good job with my mm-hmm. goals. It's to remind people that, hey, you know, in the beginning, you're going to feel goofy doing this to, to, you know, talk to yourself positively by giving yourself three affirmations. Uh, think of three things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. I can promise you, if you stick with this, it becomes normal. It becomes a new normal where it feels more comfortable to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, um, I attribute a lot of my success that I've experienced over the years to that. Just good old habits, you yeah. know, you know, the day to day, you know, healthy, healthy habits. I think in the end, consistency wins. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, what you do, what you do on the daily, right? So yeah, for sure. Yeah, good for you, man. That's uh, that's inspiring. I, oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely not on that right now. <laughs> I've been slipping, man, with the new move here and and everything. I'm just yeah. like, ah, but I know now. You know, now that it's starting to warm up a little bit, I'm like, all right. I let's think get on. Let's get on it. Man. Interrupts too with a move. You know, he moved out of state, by the way. So not yeah, even just you know on the block definitely. or something. Right. Yeah. And it helps to have an, like a, an accountability partner too. Like, and I know you and your wife, I know you guys are competitive with one another too. Oh yeah, man. I'm sure that helps keep you on, on point. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, man, yeah. I got, you're like, man, it's 1115. I'm going to get on it. I can't, I can't be letting her beat me today. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you knew this about the Apple watch, but you know, my wife does have Apple watch as well. You mm-hmm. can actually uh, start competitions with each other. Yeah. Right. And there's no BSing around it, right? Because they track your activity. So it's like, yeah. who gets the most activity in a week, right? Ooh. And man, I was winning. I was 300 calories okay? <laughs> active. Not not just like you know normal calories. We're talking about active. Like I had to work out to earn those 300 calories, right? And again, it was 11 p.m. at night. And I was like, ooh. And she she put my son down. So she was like laying in bed. And I was like, I'm finally going to win. I'm going to win. Because yeah, before that, mind this. you, she had won every single one. I'm, just, I'm like, I was like, it was like, oh, you know, me, oh, her, a bunch of wins, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but something woke her up. She came out and I was like, just kind of grinning a little bit. And she knew she, <laughs> she looked you at did. her watch and it was like, oh, and just started jump doing jumping jacks right there in the kitchen in front of me. And I was like, oh no. And I, <laughs> so I started joining her. Oh man, that's great. Like, <laughs> and she ended up beating me. Really? Still, 
Cause she did really? a full hit workout at 11 o'clock at night. Oh my and I was God. like, I, I already got my hit workout. So was she already, she was already ahead, right? Cause you had, no, she wasn't, I was 300, oh, she I was 300 right. points ahead. <laughs> and she ended up beating you. You beat me by like five calories, dude. Oh, dang. that's how competitive yeah. my wife is. So shout out to your wife, man. It's a blessing though. It's a blessing. <laughs> Definitely. And it's all fun and games too. Of it's course. Not, of course. In an unhealthy manner either. Yeah. Until somebody uh, gets hurt, of course. Right. <laughs> I'd love to uh, switch some gears here. Yeah, let's do it. What piece of advice would you give the listeners that are struggling right now with imposter syndrome or even self-doubt? Mm, self-doubt. And mind you, you know, imposter there's a lot of aspiring yes. DJs and DJs that are right. even, you know, they're already performing gigs and that kind of stuff, right? So right. we're talking about newbies and also uh, more established DJs that are right. listening to the podcast. Right. Well, right off the bat, just recognize and acknowledge <laughs> you're not the only one feeling any of that imposter syndrome, right? Like, man, Although I, it may seem like that, right? Am I even, yeah, am I even qualified to be doing this? And you are def definitely not the first person in the world to be feeling self-doubt. So you're not special there. Just thought I'd break that down, okay? <laughs> um, but just knowing you're not alone, man, you know, it's, it's just, it, in itself allows you to kind of go, Okay, you know, um, and I think you and I were kind of talking um, yesterday a little bit, and I was using an example of my daughter. Uh, man, God bless her heart, man. You know, she's a senior, and they got her doing, you know, the online school. She busts her butt all year in this damn, damn COVID, you know. Yeah. Got yeah. her online doing things. Anyway, so she was telling me about a lesson that she was just totally confused about. She didn't get it, you know. And, um, and she was brave enough to be like, you know, raise the hand, however you do that online, you know, and was like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Can you help me understand this? Right. Because nobody was asking. And the moment she did that, everybody was like, yeah, me too. I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Okay. She, she wasn't alone. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm but sure that she, felt like she was alone before she was great oh, enough to raise her hand. Right. Definitely. We all do. Right. right? Yeah. A lot of us do until, and that's kind of how we tend to gain confidence about things we, we're not sure of is, is we kind of just put ourselves out there, right? And then we realize, oh, we're not alone. And then you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And like anything else, you get better at it, right? But uh, anyways, I just thought that was, um, you know, first of all, I was super proud of Jada. And I said, you know, life is a lot like that, you know, where people are going to be like, oh my gosh, me too, right? So sometimes when you're brave enough, you know, to be like, oh man, you know, I have some self-doubt right now, or is this, you know, and admit that you have, you know, you may feel like you have imposter syndrome. Um, you know, you almost give, you know, other people, you know, and it could be consciously or subconsciously permission to be like, yeah, I kind of feel like that too. And then when you, when you, when you have that, then you can open up a dialogue, you know, with, with others, you know, and it connects people, you know, like you and I started talking about that, you know, a little bit too, but to get back, um, to the question, knowing that you're not alone, right? <laughs> you're not the only one feeling like that. So find some solace in that. Okay. Yeah. Everybody feels that. Okay. To put yourself in the arena, to put yourself out here like that is scary, right? We know that the brain just wants us to stay in bed on the couch, you know, <laughs> just eat food, man. You know, just stay here and watch Netflix, you know, but uh, yeah, it's scary to put ourselves out there like that so but um and then also 
go ahead. I, well, I just had a thought about like, um, I feel super grateful. And I think we're really blessed in that way that we have a network of friends that are all like-minded, that are all pursuing their own thing, be it in music or whatever else. Right. So yes, we okay. already have that community, but I can tell you right now, I didn't always have it. And mm -hmm. I know you didn't always have it either. Mm -hmm. And especially in the beginning, you feel like you're the lone ranger. Oh yeah. Right. You don't have that community to tap into. You almost feel like you are legitimately alone in this. Yeah. What kind of advice would you give that person? Yeah, I say, uh, you know, again, that just comes to, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier is you almost have to be your own cheerleader, right? That's where the checking in with yourself, you got to have your own, you got to have your own back, you know, and hopefully by this time in life, you've had some experience with, with that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you just, you lead from there and then you will attract your vibe. I mean, you, you will attract, your vibe will attract your tribe, right? eventually um, it, it will happen. You'll meet like-minded people, people that are going to hold you accountable um, and people that are going to be encouragers, um, you know, in your life. So yeah, recognizing, you know, that it's normal, being able to check in with yourself. And then of course, like you said, surrounding yourself, um, though it may take some time in the beginning, surrounding yourself with, um, you know, like-minded people. And sometimes, um, you can go ahead and get a, you know, get yourself a coach too, you know, someone who's kind of been there before and is doing the same thing that you're doing and you don't have experience in this realm of things, you know, and you ask them, you know, or mentor could be a mentor, you know, and you're like, Hey, what did you do when you felt this? You know, not being able to afraid to pick the brains of the veterans, folks that have done this before. That's huge. You're right. You know, but it all, yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that I wish I could have told my younger self is that like w what happened with me is that, that I I felt like I, I took your, your initial route of like, I just told myself, Hey, I'm, I'm worthy. I'm capable. I can do this. Right. right. And then I just hustled really hard to achieve some results. And once I achieved the results, then I became, you know, I, I kind of approached on the radar of these people who are ahead mm -hmm. that were willing to take me a little more serious mm -hmm. because without any sort of, thing to back me up right yeah so like, oh yeah this guy has a lot of passion but i don't know if he's worth my time right, <laughs> right. or her too right De definitely Versus it's like once i had something to prove and i can be like hey look mm -hmm. take me serious because look what i've done right yes then you can attract those people but i think a way to shortcut that and bypass that is to find a mentor right mm -hmm. like, because at that point um you don't have to impress them they they just want to help you definitely. now to keep the mentor you better listen to them and take action on the, the advice that they give you. Right. Because yeah. if you don't, then you're wasting their time. They're yeah. going to continue. Yeah. Right. And, you're, and yours too. It's like, well then, you know, why even go there? You know, if you're not going to sure. do it, you're wasting your time too. Exactly. You're right. You might need to question, <laughs> see if you're even <laughs> in the right, <laughs> right arena, you know, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Okay. Um, what do you attribute your success to? Uh, well, I, I think I mentioned it earlier. I, um, daily habits, man, that's that's key. Those those little small those little small habits, you know. Um, faith, man, faith is huge for me. Um, just trusting um, that the universe, God, again, whatever you choose to call it, um, has your back, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, so those daily habits have you know having faith and being able to trust, um, and then you know 
also, you know, it takes a village, man, you know, surrounding yourself with, uh, you know, people that are going to have you back and give it to you straight, you know, whether it's yeah. friends or, or friends, you know, like, um, I remember I have this awesome picture, uh, of me when I graduated college. And I remember this was in, you know, at Humboldt State University. So we're in Arcata, California at the time. And, um, my family from New York had flown out and, uh, you know, that New York family, man, they're loud. <laughs> and, and I remember they called my name, James David Calderon the third. And my family was like, <laughs> the president of, uh, of the university, you know, at the time was like, well, you clearly win the loudest family award. And it just like, I stopped bro in that moment. And I was like, first of all, I was like, that's right. That right. You know, but I just thought like, man, it, it takes a village, you know, it yeah. takes people believing you. Sometimes you don't see it in yourself. You know, sometimes it's the people who care for you, see it in you and you need to be reminded, you know, like, hey, man, don't forget to pat yourself on the back because I see you. You're doing a good job. And so that's kind of what my family and my friends reminded me of that day. It's like and I'm still supported like that, you know, um, so that's definitely I attribute a lot of my success to man, to, to, to family and really just good, solid friends, you know, that have been with me, and, you know, and just, and, and a really just, if you want to single it out, man, uh, just my mom on the grand strong, like any endeavor. And let me tell you, I've had some crazy ones, brother, but no matter what, she's, she's always had my back, man. So again, you know, family, my mom, you know, so super grateful, super blessed in so many different ways, you know, to have the friends and family that I have, you know. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the moms out there. Yeah, moms, we love you. Yeah, man. <laughs> she believed in me before I believed in me. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So come on now, you know. That's what any good coach or mentor would do too, right? So oh, like, yeah. She's yeah. your mentor, man. Yeah, it's like, man, what do they see? Well, man, it must be something special, you know? Yeah. So. Do you have a coach? Um, currently, I do not. I do not have a coach. Um, I've had a coach in in years past. I I've been. I've had a few mentors along the way. You know, shout out to uh, Tiana Burse, um, and uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Brown. You know, and uh, you know, these are people that I literally was like. You, <laughs> I put, I'm like, it's you, <laughs> I want to work with you. Like, you know, like literally drawn, you know, to where they're looking at you like, all right, it's me, let's go, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, they've helped to, you know, get me from one point to being, to another point of being, you know, of, su of success. And I've, le I've learned a lot along the way. And, and sometimes you outgrow them and, and where you're at and, you know, and sometimes, you become a mentor to others as well, you know, but I mean, you never, I mean, I never stop trying to level up. Mm -hmm. It just feels great <laughs> to do that. Yeah. You know? So well, yeah, mentors and coaches are, are great, you know, accountability partners, friends, you know, good friends, solid friends. I think you and I are really lucky, man. We have a cohort of friends that we, you know, we all believe in each other and we're all doing different things, You're right. Yeah. but all doing amazing things in our own realm. And uh, I think we, we all see that and we all encourage that in one another. So, man, if you can get on that level, folks, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's nice. You know, you want to talk about feeling blessed. That's that's a really good feeling. I know you feel the same, brother. So Yeah. And I don't think it happens, you know, overnight. 
And oh, it's yeah, definitely not definitely. something forced either, right? It just kind of came together naturally. Definitely. But it did take some time, right? Like we all were individual friends doing our own things. Like right. we had like little groups and then we all somehow just ended up coming together because we all were like, hey, you know, even though we're pursuing different things and different endeavors, we're all still pursuing the same thing, which is oh, yeah. success, happiness, right? Like yeah, definitely. Our dreams, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, it's uh it's beautiful and it's cool to see how vested and how much we care about each other's uh progress and 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 emotional um you know emotional things too man like you reaching out to me yesterday man i just want to thank you again man that, that meant the world to me so thank you i oh, really man, always i appreciate you man i'm going i'm going i know you do a whole we can do a whole podcast of just how grateful i am for band people but i'm oh. stopping now that might be like a part two and a three or something there you go. And we also want to make sure that the, the tears stay in this time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm saying, tears. Or at least. Tears. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Dad, I think we, we did a, I did a good enough job, at least for a while, man. I got them all out yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in your opinion, why is having a coach important or a mentor? Um, first of all, it's, it's, it's usually someone who has done something on a higher caliber, um, or higher level that you've done things, regardless if it's in the same realm or not. Um, and, and so you're just asking me, why is it a good thing? Why is it important? Why is it important? Um, first of all, it's, it's just nice to not, to not have to do it on your own, you know? And it's nice to, uh, to have a guide sometimes on that path, you know? Because sometimes it can be lonely especially when you're doing something that is going against the status quo. Mm -hmm. Right. So when yeah. you have, when you, so uh, I think it's important for so many reasons, but that's a huge one, you know, to know that you're not, you're not alone on the journey, you know, for me, that's, that's why it's important. And, uh, and also uh, to know that it can be done, you know, like here you are, you've linked up with this person that has literally proved it can be done. You're right. That greatness can be achieved, you know? And so, yeah, that's another reason why it's super duper important. You know, Talk about change of programming, right? <laughs> yeah. If you never knew it before that it was possible. Oh, yeah. And then you saw it happen. You're like, oh, it changes, right? I don't know if you ever heard the, the story about Roger Bannister. Mm-mm. The four minute mile school. So it was human. Like at one point, it, uh, people thought scientists, doctors, right? Like health professionals thought mm -hmm. it was humanly impossible for a person to run less than a four minute mile. Nobody was able right. to achieve it for like a, a huge span of time, by the way. Mm -hmm. right? People, mm -hmm. Olympians, everybody tried to, to do it and nobody could. Right. And then this guy, Roger Bannister, came along. Okay. And it was three minutes and 59 seconds. Okay. You know what happened after that? And <laughs> he collapsed. The new <laughs> Olympic standard. Now oh. people are do achieving less than four minute miles on the right. regular. Right, right, right. right. Like if, you, yeah. if you're not running less than a four minute mile, you're not competing in the right. Olympics. So that, right? became, that became the new, the new bar. The new everybody thought before that that it was humanly impossible. So guess what? Nobody tried. Right. Nobody people didn't try. But once it happened, right. you know, once it was like, well, that's that's validation. Right. And then all once you see all these oh, people yeah. achieve the same yeah. result, right? It's like sailing around the world, right? 
Interesting. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, what? The world's not flat? Well, I don't know. Let's go figure it out. You know? <laughs> and we saw it could be could be done, you know? Yeah. And I know we're talking about a lot of, again, like kind of self-motivation stuff where it's just like, it seems a little out there, fluffy, woo-woo, right? But man, this is how important this stuff really is mm. because as you can see that the second that your mind shifts, mm -hmm. the results follow. Oh, Every yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 100%. I agree with that. Speaking of knowledge, mm. mindset shifts and uh, reprogramming of your mind. Ooh, okay. Of your top books that had the biggest impact on you. The biggest impact. Oh, well, I got to say, numero uno would have to be The Alchemist by uh, Paulo Coelho. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep into it. I really just want to recommend it to y'all. Like, get on that book, especially if you're thinking about getting in the arena, or you're chasing a chasing a dream. You know, that is the that is the book to be reading. And Paulo Coelho just has such a um, pleasant way of 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 writing and just making you feel like you're the characters in his book as mm -hmm. well. And okay. it's not, and it's not a tough read. It's an easy read. It's, um, you know, and so it's easy to really follow. Um, but it's, that's, those are the, that kind of book speaks to the soul, that book right there. And that's one that I'll continue to go back to probably for the rest of my life. You know, um, I've, I've had to buy numerous copies because I always end up giving them away. Oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's just one of those like, all right, man, uh, here you go. You know, I think that's, that's a beautiful thing though to do. Right. To oh, yeah. like share the knowledge. Pass it on, man. Pa pass it on, you know, because sometimes there's only so much I can say, right? It's like, yep. it, it's like I can open the, the door all day for people, right? Just like people have opened the door all day for me. But at the end of the day, you got to, you got to walk in, right? You uh, got to walk through the door. So sometimes like me handing them that book is like, here's the door, you know, because I'm on my journey, but, you know, and I can sit here and I can tell you about stuff, but here's the door. Here you go. You know, so, you know, it's uh, funny. Uh, what, what, sorry to interrupt, but like no, you're good. a quick little thing that uh, reminded me um, what my mentor actually just mentioned was when it comes to you, like, there's a lot of people that he ran a, a massive company, by the way. Right. And there are a lot of employees that would approach him and go, Hey, I want to become an owner, a part owner of this company. Right. And what he would do is say, okay, let's entertain it. And he'd go to his bookshelf and grab a book and say, Hey, read this. And once you're done with this, come back to me and let me know what, what you thought of, of it. Mm. Right. You know how many people came back to him? Zero. Less than 10%. Oh, right. 90% yeah. yeah. of the people didn't actually do it. Right. And it was like a great way to actually filter those people out that are yes. in his own words. He said like, you know, a lot of people love to daydream. Right. Yes. And they love to yeah. fantasize and they glorify the opportunity. But when it comes to actually doing the work. Oh, yeah. Me included. Yeah. I've been there for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, in your head, right, an opportunity can seem really exciting. But once you start doing the work, you're like, oh, well, this actually works still. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, the action, once I, that's once the action part the you were talking about. Yeah. Man. Once I get the results, of course, yeah. it's going to be awesome. But the only way you can get the results is by doing the action. And those <laughs> actions may not always be fun. Right. Right. Oh yeah. There's always some sort of give, give and take tedious things. I was just talking to the homie Tom today, man. Yeah. He was dialing in the site, you know, just trying to make it a little more uh, professional and a little easier to use. Um, 
you know, for his clients. And, uh, mm. but he, you know, and he was telling me, he was like, man, this, this is tedious work, but, you know, Diane and I have been working on it all week and it's now, you know, they're getting to see like, okay, it looks awesome. And it's going to just, you know, make the business run that much better, you know? So I was like, yep, yeah. you know, that's, that's how it is, man. There's always going to be those little tedious things that we don't want to do, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Tommy McCallister, by the way, Real Presence Fit, yes. who also interviewed on this podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that uh, episode, uh, just scroll down and you'll see that episode. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so what other books? Uh, let's see. The second book, oh, man, really, it started with the first book, but the second book of that series is what really uh, changed the game for me. Um, so... Uh, the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz was mm-hmm. a g- game changer. Book, yeah. A, yeah, game changer for me. But it was the second book that actually really was a game changer for me because it was actually about relationships. Um, And, you know, when you're trying to figure out how to do it a little better than you have done it in the past, uh, this book called out to me. You know, and it's it's uh, again by Don Miguel Ruiz, but it's called The Mastery of Love. And I recommend it if you are in a relationship or eat and not just a romantic relationship. These could be business relationships. These can be relationships that you have with your friends as well. Right? Yeah. But it's uh, the perspectives in these books just help me to like pivot my thinking a little bit and, and how I, you know, we can assume and how, you know, we can have limited beliefs you know, and how we can change the way we, we look at things, you know, and especially love and relationships. So that book was a game changer for me. Um, so those two books were books that I had read a while back. Um, as far as the third book, my God, there's so many, man. I just want to spout off, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was always a good one. But one that has recently changed the game uh, for me in, in light of, social justice, you know, and the climate of, of uh, our nation, you know, this, this past year um, is a book called The Cast uh, by Isabel Wilkerson. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to let you know and warn y'all right now It is a heavy, heavy, heavy book. I've had to put it down numerous amount of times just to kind of look after my sanity but it just really it's just well written and it's just well researched um the information in it and she just her delivery is flawless again almost like paula coelho where she just delivers like you and i are talking right now just like very you know just conversational you know and um it just it just gives us the raw and uncut truth of the history of our nation. <laughs> and it's some really, really heavy, heavy stuff, um, but has impacted my life and changed my thinking and feeling on a, a lot of things in regards to uh, social justice, you know, and, and people in general, you know? So I highly recommend that book. Um, but again, I'm warning you, it's a heavy book. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the three books, you know, that have impacted my life. Oh, man. Thanks for sharing. And I would say, you know, being informed is important. Knowledge is power, right? Definitely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we all have feelings. We all have emotions. Right. But being able to back it up and refer back to something, you know, you know, in, in today's world, you know, it's like, you know, 
we we need that you know to have something to stand on you know mm. fact and truth you know so Absolutely. i think we need <laughs> we need a lot more of that we need a lot more of that truth a lot more of that truth for sure <laughs> no doubt about it brother no doubt about it well thank you so much uh james for sharing all that stuff and also your wisdom as well uh, one thing that I want to let the listeners know about is uh, there's all sorts of ways to find out more about James David and even to experience his music as well. Make sure to check out his music under James David on Spotify, Apple Music, really anywhere that there's music streamed. Uh, you can easily find him there. Uh, what would you say is your absolute favorite single right now that you'd love to encourage people to, to search for? Uh, my favorite single uh, of mine? Of yours, of course. Okay, okay. Because, man, I, I got homies that make music, man. And sometimes, you know, they're, they're fire too. Um, shout out to Rowdy, my, my homie Rowdy. He just put out a mixtape called Grow Up. Um, you can find him at, at I am Rowdy, R-O-W-D-Y-Y. Uh, I put out a, a really badass mixtape, man. Very proud of you, brother. Um, okay, my favorite uh, right now, I'm going to say is breathe still you know and that was the first single that i released after like 15 16 years of not releasing any music um it just it was a it was a a song that's uh the timing of the song and when i when i uh when i dropped it and released it um was just right on point in regard to uh the climate of the world you know with um COVID and where we were and, um, you know, and, and, the, and, and, you know, the heightened emotional, you know, place that we were at as a nation and the, and, and, and in the world as well, just breathe yeah. was a song that I wasn't originally going to put it out. It's not my hottest beat. It's not my hottest flows. It's really pretty simple. Um, but it was just a song that like, so that I was just like, okay, clearly, this is the song that I need to release right now. Cause it was, it was bigger than me. It was way bigger yeah, than sure. me. And that's kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Sometimes you gotta get out of the way. We want things to be a certain way, man. I want to release this song because this beat is tight. And my, the way I'm, my delivery on this flow is, <laughs> is dope, you know, but it's like, mm, all right, let me uh, set the ego down a little bit. And, and what am I really supposed to do? And I was, and I was called, um, upon to release that song first and that song uh, really just resonated with a lot of people and I think it was the timing of that song so as, even though I may have hotter beats and, and flows um, and songs that I absolutely love that song is still um, my favorite because it was one that I really got out of the way and I allowed myself to just be a vessel and, and let it just flow right through me and it's just you know, and I was just able to use my gift and, and share that. And once it's like goes out into the universe, it's not even yours anymore. It's the people's. Yeah. And if I'm happy that, that it's the people's song. So, yeah. And how, how ironic is it that it wasn't your favorite song? I know, right? It's become your favorite song. Yeah. That's kind of cool too, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, just when I go back to it still, it just gives me chills. Bro, I'm like, yo, I wrote that song. You know, that was me, bro. You know, um, and I'm like, apparently I did, but it's like I know it wasn't just me. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, we co-creating here. That's what we're doing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's my favorite song, man. I don't I don't know if I'll make. Hopefully, I'll make a song that tops that. But 
for right now, you know, amongst the, the five new singles that I've released since August of 2020, that's, that's, that's the one brother. Yeah. This guy is super talented guys. You guys got to check him out again. Check him out on Spotify, Apple music, all the streaming platforms out there, James David and his is breathe. Um, I would say mine selfishly would have to be me and the music just because yeah. I'm featured in the music video. Yeah. I almost uh, said that. Yes, yes. The, no, uh, really, I love all your songs, man. The cameos are dope. Yeah. Uh, I felt really honored that you uh, wanted me in that that video because uh, there's a lot of talent in that music video. So, Right. Uh, Tell me about it, man. And it was like, again, <laughs> we're not alone, right? You know, it's exactly. like my relationship with the music is like, you know, it's a special thing that I knew that those those cameos that I had in the video, the, those folks have a special relationship with music too. So I was like, how dope would it be if I had these cats up in there, you know? So I appreciate you for being in it, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Glad to be in it and uh, honored again to be asked too. Um, also, you can find James on Facebook. Uh, James David Calderon is his uh, personal profile and his professional profile is James David Music. Mm-hmm. And then also on Instagram at James underscore David underscore Calderon, which is C-A-L-D-E-R-O-N. So James underscore David underscore Calderon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate you. This was fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, do it again. uh, Listeners DM you if they want to find out more information from you or even collab with you. Please, uh, please do. Please do. Um, you know, my email is also on there as well. But yeah, reach out on the DM. Um, I mean, that's what it's all about, bro. Just just connecting, you know, especially if, you know, it's music related, of course, but anything to, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. You know, here's here's one quick story before I end the podcast that I want to share with the listeners yeah. uh, that may want to, uh, you know, may be interested in reaching out to, to James is so when I was a young buck, okay, I was a nobody. I was, you know, I was definitely into DJing already, but I had no name. I was a nobody. This guy was a hot shot. Okay. He was all over the radio, like performing all over the country, you know, like performing packed shows from wall to wall. And here I'm like this, this young kid looking up to this guy. Right. And, uh, I was like, man, I wonder if I reach out to him. Cause I was, I was putting on like promoting, uh, different, you know, night, nightlife events. And I was like, I wonder if he'd be down to perform at my dance party. Right. Yes. So I reached out to him and tried to book him. Uh, he, uh, agreed, which was like really surprising at the time. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's my, my, my chance to get to know him and like get to meet him in person. Right. And, uh, from that day on, man, that's how we actually slowly grew into a, a solid friendship years later. Right. Right. It's just wow. incredible, man. So I don't know if you even knew about that story. That was so long ago. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember it was at your, it was at your party, huh? Exactly. Yep. Yep. Damn, was, that's crazy. You and cause you were, you were uh, working with Tommy at the time. Real okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now I totally remember. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Tom and I, Tom, he, he plucked me from the, you know, from the archives. It was like, Hey man, let's, uh, you want to make some songs? I'm like, heck yeah. I want to make some songs. Tommy. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, that's right. And then we linked up and then the rest is history. Here we are today. Yeah. And please take it from a person that has actually seen him perform. Like this guy has a lot of stage presence. He has a lot to bring to a show. So all you DJs out there that may even want to have a cameo or a feature like at your next event, please reach out to him. You can actually email 
uh, him as well, or his management as well, which is jamesycaldron at gmail.com if you want to look into booking inquiries or even interviews or, or something like that for your radio show. Yes, yes, yes. Hit me up if you need beats and, and choruses or verses or you need me to mix something, I got you. There you go. There you go. All Shameless right. Well, Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. I mean, literally you dropped some gold for these listeners. I know that they're pleasure. thanking you for it as well. So thank you for, for joining us. Appreciate yeah. you, man. I look forward to doing it again. We hope this episode provided you with incredible value. Please leave us a review so we can learn from your feedback on ways to improve. Subscribe to the podcast and be notified when the next episode drops. Lastly, don't just listen to this podcast. Take massive, imperfect action.